0: this is an email letter which will land in your inbox on Fridays, sharing five of my favorite cultural or creative discoveries of the week. You'll find all that on lexonthedex.substack.com. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Hot Girls.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
0: Hello, and welcome to Hot Girls with me, Lex, on the decks. This is the show where we explore the mechanics of the music industry through intimate conversations on creativity and biography episodes exploring the lives of iconic artists. Growing up, the first time I heard Lisa Left Eye Lopez was when she stepped onto the top of the pop stage alongside Sporty Spice to perform the single Never Be The Same Again. I bought Mel C's album off the back of that and as a literal child found that song so cool. I came to know her later as the MC in TLC, but never really realized just quite how successful and dominant TLC were as a group in the 90s. While this episode will center around left eye, I'll obviously talk about the group's journey because that was so much a part of her journey. Fittingly, this episode is going live in a particular season known as Gemini season. And I was thinking when I first started watching Lisa in interviews that something about her, just something in the way she articulated things reminded her of myself. And then I saw her be described as a true Gemini, and I thought, Ah, that's what it is. We're both crazy, but more than crazy, she was a brilliant, brilliant MC, so slick, so smooth. And despite having her life cut short, aged just thirty, she delivered so much in the time that she was around. So this is a lesson in finding your space by Lisa Lopez.
1: Ladies, gentlemen, you're listening to Hot Girls. With Lex on the deck. we in the mix. It's fire. We're it going. We are fire. From London for the world. Let's
0: go in. Like the past two icons I've looked at, Eve and Nina Simone, Lisa Lopez was also born and raised in Philadelphia. In West Philadelphia. Yeah, the Fresh Prince as well. She was born on the 27th of May, 1971. Her mum was a seamstress and her dad was an army sergeant, who was also really accomplished as a musician. She said that her dad brought his sergeant duties home with him and their house often felt like a boot camp. Fortunately, the discipline doesn't seem to have been something she wildly rebelled against, or at least not when it came to progressing her own life forward. She had the ambition to improve her life continuously and began writing and playing music from the age of five. By 1990, when she was 19, she'd been performing alongside her siblings at church events for a while and was very much interested in pursuing music as a profession. She heard about an audition which was going to take place in Atlanta for the formation of a new girl group, and so flew down to take part in it. That group became TLC with a letter for each member of the group, and their success was insanely rapid. In 1992, their first album was released less than two years after meeting each other i looked at the album credits on that album and la reed and russell simmons were both involved in the writing and production so it was big guns behind the scenes called ooh on the tlc tip it had four successful individual single releases and it sold six million records worldwide the record label tlc was signed to was LaFace, who also worked with pink outcast and usher so again it was a star making label that they were on Lisa was the MC straight out, and the group's pop energy combined with hip-hop reference style was so fun, it's no surprise they performed so well immediately. Left Eye got her nickname from having a slightly slanty left eye, which she exaggerated by wearing a condom over her left lens. I mean, sure, it was the 90s. Almost immediately into their success, TLC became aware as a group that while they'd landed in a situation which gave them great exposure— and looked good from the outside, it had its challenges on the inside. It was a dream
2: for, I know, all three of us, but it has a lot to do with politics, um, money, uh, this person, that person, who's bigger. It's,
0: it's, it's not everything. Yeah. You know, it's, not it be, like, it's, it's not a bowl of peaches and cream. It's a lot
2: of hard work. Yeah. A
0: lot of hard work. Through the success, Lisa Lopez was introduced to Falcons player Andre Reason. The two fell in love, but in that dangerous young love way. Having been struggling personally since 15, Lisa also had issues with her use of alcohol and a combination of that kind of crazy young love and her slight alcohol abuse led to Lisa Lopez accidentally setting his house on fire in 1994. I say that like it's a thing we've all done. She was arrested for this and pleaded guilty to arson charges. So she did start a fire intentionally. Uh, She just didn't quite intend on burning so much of the house down. This meant she had to step back from her work with TLC to spend time in a halfway house. So she was less involved in the band's second album, Crazy Sexy Cool, than in the first. The album Crazy Sexy Cool was huge for TLC. It was the album which brought Waterfalls, probably their most enduring record, and had production credits from Jermaine Dupri, Diddy, Dallas Austin, and Seal. The album was awarded two Grammys, one for Best R&B Album and one for the single Creep. I think this period of time had a few impacts on Lisa. Firstly, it was the start of a growing up period for her. Over the next five or so years, you see a slow change as she began to mature and address her demons. In terms of her relationship with the group, the three bandmates did a really good job of maintaining their bonds despite the turbulence and chaos of fame. However, I think being slightly apart from the group for this album meant Lisa started feeling perhaps slightly detached from the output of the group and looking for other spaces to explore her creativity. People raised in interviews that her raps and verses weren't as prominent, and as the MC, she always played a slightly separate role creatively. But then there was this other issue which impacted the whole group. We're not going to sugarcoat anything anymore. We've been quiet long enough. Can I get an amen? (laughs) Amen!
2: All right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll put it to you this way: we are the biggest selling female group ever. Um, Ten million albums worldwide. We have worked very hard. We have been in this business for five years, and we are broke as broke can be, and. We're not, like, trying to be a sad story. If that was the case, we would have been on everybody's talk show talking about how broke we are. We haven't done that. I know it's hard to believe because we've sold so many albums, but it is possible that's the deal here, So, and we're not happy at all. But for real, tonight, this is all we wanted. We wanted to win a Grammy, at
0: least one, and we won two, and that proves that we are the jam. TLC performed at the Grammys and won two Grammys, and this was the speech they gave afterwards. This was in 1996. Very brave and very interesting for them to speak out there, I think. Following that, the group filed for bankruptcy with Lisa's boyfriend stepping up to support with the legal fees. They later joked that they were so broke they couldn't even afford to file for bankruptcy. And maybe you're wondering how it's possible that people with so much success could be so without money. And I think that's where it's so important to have your eye on the business side when you're in music because as they said they were surrounded by greedy people they didn't have the right contracts they weren't set up for success financially even if they were so set up for success in terms of creatively lisa started doing some feature work as a solo artist connecting with other successful female mc's featuring on one track with salt and pepper queen atifa and mc light and another with Lil' Kim, Missy Elliott, Angie Martinez, and Debrat. And take note that those things happened in that period of time where you would have five MCs who were all female, all on one track. In TLC, she was getting annoyed at just being given eight bars to like drop in and do a little rap, rather than it being a completely integrated part of the song. She did stay with the group, however, and repeatedly expressed that while she was looking at solo projects, that didn't mean the group were breaking up. Lisa also did a cheeky TV stint, which I'm only really mentioning because I did an episode last series on Anastasia, and I found out when researching this that the TV series which launched Anastasia's career was hosted by Lisa Left Eye Lopez, which I loved. In 1999, TLC released their third album, Fan Mail. This album was the culmination of everything they've worked for, and I'm so glad that It came after they'd filed for bankruptcy and secured their bags. The album included No Scrubs and Unpretty, with Dallas Austin being the master writer and producer. I saw he's recently worked a fair bit with her, so big credits from him. It went to number one in the US and was nominated for Album of the Year at the Grammys. It was a year after the release of Fan Mail that Lisa Lopez featured on Never Be the Same Again with Mel C, aka Sporty Spice a record that was number one in the UK for like seven weeks or something. A really smart fusion of two artists, both with huge success in a group and both looking for new ways to break and present their talent as individuals. Lisa was also on, Mmm, Say What, Say What, Say What, another hit. And it seems she has this power that all great MCs have, where they can take a good song and make it great. Any track she jumped on was improved by her features. And I think it's a shame we don't see much more of this at the moment pop or R&B songs with feature verses from women who rap. Left Eye did that and she did it really well. As well as music, Lisa started working in other areas. She managed artists including Black, which if people remember the movie Honey, they're the three, the girl band of the three at the end um, with a song I'm Good. Anyway, check it out. Black, B-L-A-Q-U-E. And she also released a clothing line When it came to releasing her own solo album, Supernova, she had a clear ambition and vision for what she wanted the album to achieve.
2: So when I was recording this album, you know, it's very important to me that I reach as many people as I can through my music and through love and through healing. You know, so I want that same energy that I have and the same love that I put into my record to bleed from the CD and out of your speakers and into your system, you know, so when I recorded every song on the album, you know, no matter what I was talking about, whether it be a party track or a relationship track or, or just questioning our existence, I tried to do things from a very positive point of view because there's always more than one way to look at stuff.
0: She'd been through a process of healing and tried to put out music which was comforting or healing to other people. And as she went through her life and grew as a person, she'd talk about the fact that while she was very proud of her work as a musician, as someone who'd been through trauma, she'd become almost more interested in emotional healing and actually helping people. And she knew that music was a powerful tool in which to do that. In 2002, as TLC were preparing to release their fourth studio album, Lisa was taking a much-needed break in Mexico when she was tragically killed in a car crash. Seven other people, including her brother and sister, were in the vehicle when the crash happened. I read an obituary that said, unlike Aaliyah, who it felt was just getting started, Lopez probably had her greatest work already out. I don't know if that's necessarily true, because while her first solo project, Supernova, didn't really land, she just signed a solo deal with Death Row Records, which was very much a rap label. I think her death was one of huge moments of loss for women in rap because she had the slickness to cross over in different spaces, to dominate in the pop charts and rap worlds. And it's artists like that who can become a gateway for change. So to sum up, as well as reminding you how amazingly talented and brilliant she is, I wanted to share some lessons from her. First, express yourself. Find different avenues to explore your creativity and own your personal expression. Secondly, push yourself. It's connected. But Lisa was brave. She always went after different things in different spaces. She didn't just stay in the safety of the group. And finally, be open to evolving as a human as well as as an artist. Thank you, Lisa Lopez, for everything you gave the world. And thank you guys for listening. Have a great week and stay blessed. I
2: do believe that there is an afterlife. And I do believe that your life is defined by what you believe in. And I don't know what Aaliyah's beliefs were, but um, um, she's, I'm sure that there are people who are close to Aaliyah who will definitely feel her presence, even though she's not here in this physical realm. Music can be very healing. And I hope that when people listen to my album, that um, it, it, it gives them a very good feeling no matter what kind of situation they may be in. Um, even if they're just at a pool party and everyone just wants to have a great time, you know, I hope that people can put my album in and just listen to it from top to bottom and, and feel good.
0: What up, Lex? We get Lex on the dance. We keep our eyes on the prize, if no surprise, good women, we're destined to rise. Inspiring, celebrating,